When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. And we're on. Oh. Oh, Oh, this is us. Oh, the mics are hot. The mics are hot. (laughs) You got a hot mic here. Wait, wait, hot. Um, What, what? What what happened yesterday with that big production from Donald Trump? Was wasn't that a great movie? That was, no, like I'm really confused. It's a strategy thing, right? Like, and whose idea was it? Was it Don's idea? Like, we know I'm leaving the hospital, guys. Let's make this into a mini movie. And will people love it? I don't give a shit. We're gonna do it, right? Is that <laughs> what happened? There was a lot of planning and choreography and wasted taxpayer money yes. yesterday in that that thing that happened with Donald Trump. One thing I will say, though, is Donald Trump is trying to convey strength, and that's what he showed yesterday. He had the big moment of him walking out of the hospital after only days, and he got into Marine One, another sign of strength. It flew a little out of the way. I mean, let's be honest. It was out of the way. It flew around the Pentagon, so down the Potomac, around the Pentagon, past the Jefferson Memorial, past the Washington Monument, and landed on the South Lawn of the White House for him to get out. And normally the president would just walk in the door that's right there. Nope, this time he walked all the way up that winding staircase and ripped off the mask like a woman after a long day at work rips her bra off. I mean, it was fucking crazy that that was all happening on live television. Helicopters filming another helicopter. It was crazy. It was like a a Mission Impossible movie at Mm -hmm. times Mm -hmm. as Donald Trump emerges from Walter Reed Hospital Rips off his mask, even though he's probably still contagious, depending on when he got it. And 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 uh, just a big mixed message, I think, sent to everybody in America. It is a pretty hot take, by the way, for him in his tweet and in his speech that he gave yesterday, that little video address that he filmed with the Washington Monument over his shoulder. Come on. It was so well plotted yesterday. It was like Steven Spielberg directed it uh, in his message yesterday to say, don't worry about COVID. I mean, 210,000 Americans are dead, and there's a lot of people who are not following very basic things like wearing a mask and and sanitizing your hands when you touch a surface. It's a super dangerous thing to just say, and it doesn't, I mean, not that it surprises me. I don't know if anything surprises me with that guy anymore, but what a dangerous thing to say. Not just, like, you think that if he had been through it, first of all, you need to know that you've got the best medical care that that is provided period the end in the US of A. Like that's it, that's all. You had the top notch best everything. So are you automatically assuming everyone else is gonna have access to all that shit when you spew that out of your face? Like I don't well- understand. Okay, one thing I will point out there, though, is, yes, Trump did have the the best doctors in the Navy waiting on him hand and foot. 24 7 they were at his bedside to protect him and make sure he's good one of those doctors or at least one of them is now going to be part of the white house care team that will take care of him there and they've set up a temporary office in the 
that end of the White House where the residence is. They've set up a temporary office for him there, and it's just down the hall from the medical office. So this guy is going to be very well cared for. And in all fairness, when Barack Obama was running to be president, he promised that the American people should have the exact same health care plan that the president of the United States has. Now, I don't think he meant necessarily that you'd get helicoptered around and have 10 doctors at your bedside if you're sick, Mm -hmm. but he did promise that. And Trump yesterday, he exploited it. He uh, he just I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here. And even if he does feel fine, which I don't doubt he does, they injected him full of a shit ton of steroids and antiviral medication. He probably does feel 20 years younger. I don't doubt it. But there's a lot of people who don't have access to the same health care and who are going to be vulnerable because of pre-existing conditions yeah. that he basically told them, yeah, take that fucking mask off. It's just so dangerous, but he doesn't give a shit about that. Like, he doesn't care, even having had COVID, and I know some people still believe he didn't have it. There, there were other people, though, <laughs> that I was watching as they, even TMZ, I'll throw TMZ out there as one of those. They were analyzing his every move from the chopper to the White House, watching how bad, he, like showing um, that he couldn't breathe very well. After yeah. he took his mask off, when you go up close, he was doing this. He was like opening his mouth up and showing his teeth as he was trying to breathe. And I don't know if that's really him. Normally, I don't really watch him breathe on a normal occasion. I don't. That's a, not exciting. Imagine how disturbing that would be to sit and study the president breathing. But they have their own people and sources say that he's still struggling quite a lot. And also, you've seen the fake out photos. You've seen Ooh, the fa- there's fake out photos. Well, a lot of people believe. So the initial photos that are, were at him when he arrived at the medical center and he had all that stuff out on his desk and he was doing some work. Right. Oh, still mm-hmm. working here, guys. Well, I'm being treated. The newer one that was posted, people are analyzing hard and they believe that it was taken with in moments of each other. Those two photos. So it's staged to make it seem like it's happened at the White House. But really, it happened back at the medical center. And people really went in depth on this, as as you assume some people would. They just have that kind of time. But they actually pinpointed it was the exact same materials just shuffled around on the desk and uh, just noted a couple other things about him and in that way that he was and his hair exactly, even though it's always fucking disheveled. But yeah, uh, it's in- I don't know. It, it's interesting, but sad, sad, sad. I just uh, I don't know if this is going to help or hurt him. Like, I'm not going to say that this will hurt him for sure, because the U.S. It might not. Me. Yeah, there's a lot of people who just want to move forward here. Yeah, yeah, I and, get it. There's a lot of people who are shit scared that there's going to be another lockdown. They don't want it. They would rather people just take basic precautions like wear a mask and sanitize your hands and physically distance and go on with life. And they're looking at Trump as the guy who's going to reopen things. And when you look at it, sorry to say, but the talk, the (laughs) the stock market took a shit on the weekend when President Trump was in the hospital and stock buying went through the roof yesterday when he returned to the White House. Mm -hmm. And we still don't even know how sick he was. We still haven't got a straight answer on whether or not he was sick or not. And I understand that. I I get that this is like CNN beating the war drums. This is bullshit. We deserve to know how healthy or sick the president is. Mm, It's his personal health care. I don't know that the people do have a right to know. But the people also have a right to cast a ballot based on the assumptions that they make. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. I think on any other year, at any other time, I totally agree with you where we need to be like 
we don't need that many details. We really don't. We, but the fact that there's an election here and people are voting based on who they want to see as president. That said, if you really love Donald Trump that much, you're going to vote that way no matter what. Even if they were like, he has a month to live, but place your ballots. There's going to be people that just hate Joe Biden so much or hate the thought of Republicans not being in power that they're going to do it. Um, whatever that was yesterday, I hope that people take uh, a little bit of a grain of salt with it because Trump taking off his mask, that wasn't a good idea because there were so many people around. Now, had he been in isolation the whole time or a, a good distance away from other people? Sure. Take your mask off. There's no need to have a mask on when you are very distanced from other people. But he's also very contagious right now, as far as we know. They haven't told anybody what his viral load is right now. And viral load's a weird word, It's by the so, way. like, filthy, isn't it? Uh, anytime you say load, Ugh. it just seems fucking weird. In any case, um, probably not a good look yesterday. It probably would have been better if he did the whole thumbs up. Hey, yep, thanks to the doctors and the great medical staff. Uh, they took good care of me. I'm going back to the White House. I'm going to isolate for 14 days or 10 days or however long he's got left. And then I'm going to get back to work and get out campaigning. Ripping off the mask right around other people. That wasn't necessarily a good look because we don't have any context. We don't know if he's still infectious. Right, right. right. So, but what I think is even more alarming, and the Trump stuff completely overshadowed this, is what came from the CDC yesterday, the Center for Disease Control. Two weeks after they removed the language that acknowledged COVID-19 spread through aerosols, just yesterday, the CDC officially added a new section to their website declaring that, and I quote, COVID-19 can sometimes be spread by airborne transmission. Some infections can be spread by exposure to virus Mm -hmm. in small droplets and particles that can linger in the air for minutes to hours. These viruses may be able to infect people who are further than six feet away from the person who is infected or even after that person has left the space. See, these public health people got to get on the same page because it's just making people skeptical. People hear shit like this. The CDC is now that was their original direction. Then they changed their mind two weeks ago. Now they changed it back, but with an asterisk. I mean, I get that they're still learning about this, but I thought that was common sense. Didn't we figure that part of it out in fucking Wuhan back in the spring? We knew that already. And now people hear shit like that, like CDC has changed their mind and they get all skeptical and they buy into the uh, conspiracy theories that are out there really from people who just don't want to trust the government. And this fuels that sort of shit. Like, guys, get it together. Hell, we've got a problem right here in Canada. In Toronto, you've got Dr. Eileen Davila, who's basically screaming, shut her down, shut her down, because the amount of cases that are coming up in Toronto every day is pretty wild. It's pretty scary. And then you had Doug Ford yesterday in his news conference saying, listen, you're going to have to show me some pretty compelling evidence before I'm going to consider telling people they can't go to their jobs again, before I shut things down and tear people away from their livelihood. I need to see some pretty compelling evidence that this is a, an imminent danger right now for the whole province. If Toronto wants to do it, Toronto can do it. But I'm not shutting down Ontario again because Toronto has a problem. Right. And there's some right. people who love that. Some yes. people fucking hate it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't understand the hate part because I think we learned so much. I think, you know, wave one, we learned a lot. It was scarier 
for most people. And now that we're into wave two, it makes sense. Like there's certain areas that are worse than others. So you got to lock those down a little bit more. I hope that businesses are still able to run as best they can. I know some Scott though, that haven't even announced it yet, but they're done, you know, and Mm. that that's scary. That's hard. That's hard to hear. And it's been tough for a lot of them. So I don't want them, most businesses to get screwed because a few you know, rotten apples are continuing to do things that they shouldn't be doing. So if a shutdown or even a restriction has to be put in place at some bars and, and stuff, then then great. I feel I feel for a lot of the businesses. That's the scariest part for me. Me too. You know what? They just they've got an investment into something that they had a dream to do and they did it and yeah. and they made it through the gauntlet of government red tape and Fucking yeah. fees and taxes and yeah. bullshit. They opened up a business and then got told to shut it down. And and now they're allowed to reopen. And they're in limbo right now because they may get told to shut down again. They may right. not. There could be subsidies for them. Maybe not. The whole thing is really, really scary. I, I totally agree with you. I feel bad for the business owners. Yeah, I really and by, do. By and large, <clears throat> I know not everybody's going to agree. And I think this is probably going to fall along political lines. I think the premier is right. We can't shut down Ontario again. Not yet. We can't shut down Ontario again because Toronto and Peel and Mm -hmm. Ottawa and to a certain extent York Region have a problem with this virus spreading so much. I mean, why would Waterloo shut down? Why would Sarnia-Lambton or London or uh, North Bay, Sudbury, Temiskaming, why would they shut down? It, it makes no sense to and me. I just, but- and, it, and again, I feel terrible for the people who are in those areas, I really do, that are trying to do the right thing. My hairstylist, just chatting with her yesterday, so she her salon is in poor credit. Uh, Studio O Hair Design, by the way. She's awesome. and She, she looks good. Or it looked good. Your hair looks you. nice. I put a little bit of fall, some fall highlights in it. You can see it on Instagram if you want. Uh, anyway, Joanne, she's awesome. So she had to stop working during the first wave and it sucked and she lives in Brampton and and works in in Port Credit and she's she said cat I'm it's about my livelihood so I need to take this seriously that's why she's doing one-on-one appointments right now that's it she's not risking herself getting it so then what then she has to sh- stop her clients from going then her business shuts down not okay this is her livelihood so she only does one-on-one now it's private appointments only one person versus one person so that there's not a lot of cross contamination happening there the studio gets completely cleaned out in between yes it's more work but to her point if it can- makes sure that i can stay in business that's important for me and that just makes sense and she's doing all the right things so there's businesses that are doing the right things that should not be hit so hard because other people can't figure it out. So I personally am glad that that Ford sees it that way, that certain areas, yes, need to be changed, but it doesn't mean we shut them all down. It means we restrict just to make sure that we don't overdo it here, especially if it is coming from the younger uh, population, even though there are some numbers as well for the older adults. We've seen it happening there too. But, uh, you know, th- I think that's the best way to go at it right now as, as we're in wave two. Well, yesterday, the numbers that came out, I mean, what was it, 615 new infections in Ontario? 42% of them were over 40 years old. 42%? Mm, that's going to raise an eyebrow. That's getting into some questionable territory there. Anyway, uh, a couple other things here. Thank you to Dave Lazard for joining us on the podcast yesterday. Saw a lot of DMs about that. Just saying, hey, it's great to hear Dave. Uh, we will get to some DMs later on this week. But there's a couple other things I want to talk about. Number one. If your neighbor does not secure their Wi-Fi, and I mean either they don't have it password protected 
or they're using the generic out-of-the-box password that comes with every router, or they have a password that's easy to guess, and you can get onto their Wi-Fi. Is that stealing? And should you be charged criminally for stealing? It's stealing. Like, without a question for me, that's still stealing. That's a service that somebody is paying for. Maybe they're dumb about it. You're right, right? Maybe they... It's uh, their address, right? You found out it's their address because you know where they live. So they're on 123 Main Street. And so you try 123 Main and you get in. Like, come on. That's still sketch. It's someone, that's someone paying for it. Like, I don't think there's any excuse for actually doing that. And also, you run risks of all kinds of things if people are using up your network. And on your Wi-Fi, if they're doing things that are, I don't know, illegal, far stretch, maybe. Maybe they just wanted to get on to check their email. I don't know. But yeah, of course it's stealing. To me, it's just it's it's stealing it's not okay okay listen we have uh air all around us and there's a lot of things in the air radio signals mm. pilots talking to air it's traffic like it control doesn't matter. you're not paying for them there's a reason why people listen to the radio so many people listen to the radio because it's free you're not stealing it by listening to it you're stealing when you're taking someone else's wi-fi that they are paying for that belongs well, to them if they have an unlimited package you're not taking anything from them they're oh, not missing anything stop <laughs> I do agree with you, but matter. I understand the argument. It doesn't matter what your package is. You're still taking. You're still stealing. Period. The end. It is so easy to do dumb shit on somebody else's Wi-Fi. I mean, you can get into their their computers. You can get into their phones. You can get into their printer. You can get into their cameras and more if you get onto their Wi-Fi. People. You've got to change your password if you haven't done it. It's amazing to me as well how many people don't know how to do it. Don't know how to get into their router and set a password on the router and then to change the password for their Wi-Fi. You should do it. You should Google it. Look at whatever router you've got and then just do a quick Google search. How do I change the Wi-Fi password on a bell five modem or on a rogers excite modem they don't come that easy though now um like i had mine installed when did i move so whatever it was back in november mine is about 15 digits i have it in a secure place in my phone and my password uh app and i don't even know it off by heart there's it's it's insane so i don't think they really come that easy anymore but maybe some do why didn't you just log in and change it then? Um, you know what? I like it being I, I like I like it not being easy. I don't want it to be the same as every other password I've done. Um, so I just I left it as it is, and I have it. Like so, hmm. what's the difference? So I have it there at my fingertips. If I do need to add a device, it's easy enough for me to just go in and do it. But it's hard, it's so hard that my neighbors ain't getting in. Nope. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Let's say you're in a relationship with somebody who needed to borrow some money. Oh, he didn't pay you back. And then you find out that guy has borrowed money from other people, but he did pay them back. That's a red flag, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woman asks for a little bit of advice. On Reddit, she says, my boyfriend has borrowed money from me a number of times. I always have to ask him for the money back, but I know he pays back other people. 
Is this a problem? What do you think, Kat? Is it a problem that the guy keeps borrowing money and she always has to ask for it back? For he sure. never comes to her and says, hey, thanks a lot. Here's the hundred bucks I borrowed from no. you. No. I mean, what, first of all, why does this guy need to continuously borrow money? And there's no circumstance listed on this Reddit thread, I assume. There's no right. reason why. They did not give any reason for why he needs the money, why he keeps borrowing. Okay. so I'm I, assuming it's somewhat of a Ponzi scheme where he borrows from one to pay another and yeah. then borrows from one and pays back another. And yeah, yeah it's probably built up a lot of debt. Sure. Maybe he's a... Uh, a struggling dad working two jobs and he has to pay his child support. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like I, he's a business owner no, who just no, no, needs no, 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 a little no, bit no, of money no, 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 for rent. No, 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 I'm going to stop you right there because you wouldn't go to Reddit you, you, if, if you weren't unsure about the situation. If you are a kind person that's dating someone that is in a financial pickle, and there's a lot of people out there right now that are in a financial pickle, sure. okay? So you start dating someone, you get really close to them. Maybe you're even in love with that person and then COVID hits and then they you know, lose their job and then they still owe that child support, for example, and you know they're in a tough spot, you will, of course, help out if you feel like you can do it. If you are in the position to help, you'll give some money. That doesn't seem to be the case there. You don't hop on Reddit because you're feeling great about your choice. You're hopping on Reddit because it's sketchy as shit. This guy's going around asking other people for money, apparently paying them back. Again, why the fuck are you borrowing? Like, what are you borrowing money for? Have you, do you have a job? Did you try to get a job? What's going on? And what, like, how many friends do you actually have that'll continuously lend you money? Who are you? Some people get away with things, and it boggles my mind. This woman should see this red flag from a mile away. Cut him off completely. If you really like him that much, like, do you really like him that much? He seems, he kind of sounds like a loser, but if you do like him, (laughs) fine, sweetie, fine. You like him, fine. So let's say you really do like him. You still have to find a way to cut that off because if you already have issues about money and you're not married with children and a mortgage and wow, you, this guy's no fucking good. And obviously he can't save for shit or I understand there might be some other situations happening here. But she wouldn't put it on Reddit if there was. So in turn, in closing, I say, bye, Felicia. There's no circumstance where maybe, you know, uh, me personally, if I were to borrow money from my girlfriend, which I actually had to do once when I left the house without my wallet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I did. Did you pay her back? I did. Of course I paid her back. Yeah, see, but you're a normal person that does those things. Now, the problem is, is she refused that e-transfer back, which pissed me off. So then I had to go out and buy her something of approximately the same value (laughs) and leave it in her car. So either way, she got the money back. You can try and not take it back, but I'm trying to give it back to you. But in any case, or in any case, maybe there's some situation where if I borrowed money from my mom, my best friend... And my girlfriend, I kind of prioritize who I pay back first. I know that my mom is a retiree and probably needs that money a lot more than my girlfriend who makes a lot of money. So I would pay back my mom first and and then I would pay back my buddy because yeah, he's got two young kids at home and he probably needs the cash. Girlfriend, I know, doesn't necessarily need it. Is there any circumstance there where you can just kind of see his his thought process there in paying her back last? No. No, and it's happened numerous times. We're not talking about a one-time situation. If we were talking about a one-time situation and she's like, guys, this is awkward. I loaned him, you know, 500 bucks a couple of months ago and he hasn't even mentioned it to me. This is one time. We're talking about he's done it more than once. Loser! Loser! Bye! No, I see no, sir. I see no situation where this is, the, where this is a fine. No. Now you've got me second guessing if I actually paid my girlfriend back. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> 
She'll remember. <laughs> I know she probably remembers. <laughs> she won't forget. <laughs> A guy in England did something that we've probably all heard about at one time or another, because whenever somebody does this, it makes the headlines. He spent $550 and rented a billboard. This was back in January. He rented a billboard in search of a girlfriend. He is a 30-year-old guy. His name is Mark, and he lives in Sheffield. Back in January, he spent $550 to rent a billboard to find a girlfriend. This is what he wrote. Single? Question mark? Date Mark. This could be the sign you've been waiting for. <laughs> and then it had his cute. number. Okay. Okay. So a newspaper over in the UK decided to follow up and think, yeah, I wonder if that ever worked for that guy. Turns out it worked. Really? He got a girlfriend and he is presently in love. From the sign? like she From the called, sign. She Somebody saw, saw the ad, responded to the ad, decided they huh. do want to date Mark, and they've been together ever since. Huh. Okay, so I like this. I actually really like this. Really? Yes, I like this because... I thought you you would hate this idea. Let me tell you why I like this. It is really easy now. It's really easy to hop on your phone, download a free app like like a Tinder, okay? You download an app, you upload a photo, you already have it yourself on there, you fill out a thing for two seconds, and it costs you nothing, and then you just bounce around maybe from honey to honey, and you don't really care. This billboard cost him money, he spent money. Yep. He spent money. Which Much autom- more than an eHarmony account. Which automatically means he means business. He's serious about finding a relationship. Because someone who's just out to be you know, a player or to bounce around or unsure if they really want to be on there. Because there's some people, by the way, who'll go on Tinder and they probably won't even reply to people. They'll just see what they could get if they were interested and then they leave. So this guy was serious. He put an ad out there. He wanted to find a mate. He's, he's obviously going to be a serious companion. Hard to tell from a sign if he's a good guy or not, but he I did put his picture up. So you know what you're getting, right? If the picture's picture's accurate, uh, I kind of like it. And if you're the person calling, you're taking it seriously too, I would assume. So I kind of like it. I kind of like it. For anybody who's curious what the billboard looked like, maybe you want to steal the idea here and put a little more money in the Patterson Corporation's pockets. No problem. Uh, you can look at this podcast right now. If you just hold up your phone, that's the feature image on this podcast. That's the billboard that he took out. Single date mark. This could be the sign you've been waiting for. Oh, it was visit datingmark.co.uk. <laughs> He took out a website for it and everything. Awesome. I love that. I One love last... it. See, that's serious. He took a website out. That means business. Like He's really trying to find someone. And maybe he's been through it all. He's been through all of the apps. And he's tried online. And he's tried to talk to people in person, which is oh so hard right now. And he really just wants to find someone. Uh, two more things I want to mention. They'll be quick because I know we're running low on time. Mm-hmm. An Italian man has now set the record for the most scoops of ice cream in a cone. He put 125 scoops of ice cream on a cone. That is a new record. Wait, a regulation size cone? Are you accusing them of falsifying the cone? I am. <laughs> of course it was regulation. Really? It was a regular cone? Did someone measure the circumference? Scoops. Did someone measure the circumference of the cone? I don't fucking know. I assume Guinness did. I, I, assume, I listen, call bullshit. My I, call, point, I call bullshit. My point here is it's totally fucking possible, Baskin Robbins. Figure it out. You know how many times I had to take my kids to Baskin Robbins at halfway through the parking lot? 
Oh, my ice cream fell off. I lost a scoop. Figure it out, Baskin Robbins. Figure it out. And one of the problems with COVID, one of the problems with COVID is obviously there wasn't a frosh this year like there typically is. Right. And many people have had to frosh in their bubble, in the privacy of someone's basement. I love basement. froshing in my bubble. <laughs> so this is where the fire department got real busy. Some university students dared one of their roommates to take a little tumble in the dryer. They had downed a couple bottles of Zinfandel and drank some honey tequila shots when one of these assholes said, hey, get in the dryer. Let's see how that works. No. Drunk people do dumb things. I mean, I think we all understand that, right? Yeah. So the kid got in the dryer. They tumbled him around for a little bit, and that was all fine and well and good. The problem here lies in that it's much easier to get in a dryer than to get out of a dryer, especially after you've already gone on a cycle. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) These drunk assholes had to phone the fire department who had to show up and get the kid out of the dryer. You know, and like the firefighters no doubt showed up to this place, you know, after busting their ass, oh, springing into action, getting their clothes on quickly, quickly, let's go. And they show up and there's a fucking loser in a dryer. And they probably were like, why did I? I didn't sign up for this for this reason. Yeah. That's probably exactly what they were thinking. That's right up there with the assholes who get stuck in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) The guy says, I definitely won't be trying that again. It was definitely not one of my finest moments. Mm -hmm. I will be leaving this one. Out of my resume and cover letter. Real, real quick, that reminds me of a story a girlfriend of mine told um, when we were out for dinner once. She said she's got two little kids. I think they're like four and five, let's say, who shall remain nameless. And she was, she was like, Kat, I was feeling like I was just having a mom win day. Like they were playing so well together. This is a brother and sister. They were, they were awesome. Just being independent, leaving mommy, you know, alone for the most part, um, wanting to do their own things and let's make our own lunches and this and that. So I decided to scurry them up by themselves to go get ready for the day. And I said, you guys pick out your outfit because you're doing so well today. The two of you go alone, right? Because usually she comes up and she supervises. Well, she said about four minutes later, all she heard was a terrifying cry coming from the upstairs laundry room you know where this is going oh no she runs upstairs to find her son her four-year-old son in the tumbling cycle inside a dryer shit shit they thought it would be a fun idea to play house with the dryer in those short moments that they were supposed to just be getting dressed (laughs) thank god he's okay but a word of warning don't leave your kids unattended by one of those things if they don't no. if it's not a locked one if it's one that doesn't lock could you imagine that's unbelievable unbelievable like are you kidding me that's, that's nuts oh last uh today one of our top trending stories on scottandcat.ca is the new yandy sexy halloween costume they created the sexy mail-in ballot costume Sexy mail-in ballot. Very topical with the American election campaign underway. I know what Melania's wearing. (laughs) It's going to say vote Biden. (laughs) Nobody wants Joe Biden to win more than fucking Melania. (laughs) She never wanted this job to begin with. Now she caught COVID and she's living in the COVID house where fucking everybody's got it. She's begging for Biden to win. Get me out of here.
And you know what? If they lose this election, Trump's going to Mar-a-Lago. She's going back to New York. They'll probably never see each other again. You know what? I would not be surprised. I'd be delighted to hear that, actually. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you for checking out After 9. Again, if you want to see the sexy mail-in ballot costume, uh, you can right now at scottandcat.ca.